I'm Chris Hagen. For those who don't know, I've been a language coach for many years. In my career, I've taught a wide variety of people from famous singers and radio presenters to doctors, uni students, and yes, even desperate housewives trying to find an English lover. I finally decided to share my thoughts, tips and tricks with the world. Also check out my YouTube channel if you want to see my ugly mush. So let's kick off this podcast with a great jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. For you comes in your ears Another word for things is cheers He's the new kid from the block Here for you around the clock Shining all his English lips Chris Is an anagram of risk Chris Now, hello and welcome. I'm immediately going to start with our first guest because last week, Pat and I used up all the time. So who's first? She's from Australia Koala Kingdom of dangerous animals That's them that you go Make sure that you know Which you can hold And which will kill you Like a jellyfish It's Kelly Lawrence Kelly's back And what are you going to talk about this week? What dangerous animal are you going to talk about this week? Or is it a nice, furry, fluffy one this week? Well, this one's a bit controversial If you, uh. <laughs> I find it cute But mm. a lot of people find it very creepy um, Basically, we're, go- we're going to be talking about the flying fox oh, My nickname's Fox Ah, well. Because <laughs> people one. say I'm ginger, but I'm not. But go on. So, flying fox, but it's like a fox that flies. Exactly. It's a mix between a fox and a bat. And it's and the size of a fox. Well, they're smaller than a fox. Right, <laughs> but they're still quite large. They're very large for a bat, a bit small for a fox. Uh, and they're really cool creatures because it, it looks exactly as, as it's described. It's a flying fox. Are you going to um, send me a picture? Or? Yeah, have a look. Go on. Uh, so oh, he's cute. His face is very cute. Yeah, they're quite cute. Exactly. Upside down, they're not so cute. But <laughs> <laughs> they take on the bat form. Yeah, they're a bit, a bit freaky like that. That we don't know. But when it's flying, it looks very happy. It's got a big smile on its face. Yeah, is it actually exactly. happy or is it just normally? Well, like they're that? really sweet. They're very common in Australia. Uh-huh. You grow up seeing them all the time. Almost every day you'll see them, um, especially around sunset. Mm. If you look up, it's not so uncommon to see them migrating across the sky because around sundown, they go to look for all the fruit on the, on the trees. So they don't and eat. So, they don't eat humans. No, no, they're ah, completely. Okay. Or chickens. No, no, no these ah, ones. Okay. Luckily, no, because there are a lot of them in Australia. It's quite cool because um, even if you're in the city uh, at around the right time of day, the right um, season, if you look up, you might see a lot of bats in the sky, mm. and they're quite large bats, and so it's quite a beautiful sight. Um, and uh, but the ginger. I mean, I got yeah, I they're ginger. They're orange. Yeah, they're orange, and they basically spend their time sitting in fruit trees. And trees that kind of bear some sort of fruit and they just go around eating the fruit um we always used to have them even living in the city the center of sydney i used to have a few that lived on the tree just outside of my window in the city center in the city center yeah absolutely in the center of sydney if you look up around sunset you'll see these flying across (laughs) the sky and so it's a strange parallel because you see these high-rise buildings and then you see these really Mm. wild and natural animals are they friendly though yeah, they're, they're, they don't bite they're timid. You wouldn't come across them, but you can hear them uh, at night flying. They make a very unique sound like, with whoa, their wings. Whoa, like exactly. a proper vampire. Yes. Right, okay. Well, at least, exactly. at least you don't eat, eat humans like the crocodiles of last week. So. Exactly. And so the advice that we have for this lesson here is do not park your car under a fruit tree overnight. Why? Because bats have very acidic poop. 
uh, and they、ah. will destroy the paint job of your car. Really,、so、it, can, it can rip the paint off, basically. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it's very acidic,、ah. and so this is something you grow up learning in Australia. Is basically do not park your car under fruit trees、uh, if you see bats around. But just a, <clears throat> this is a quite obviously a question that I'm going to ask you. But if they're upside down and they poo. <laughs> I think you understand what. How does it not hit them before it hits the car? I think they poop when they're kind of crawling on the tree. Ah, okay. Be- before they go upside down. To, exactly. Before they go upside down. Having a poo upside down, I <laughs> never really tried. Have you ever thought of it? <laughs> so the poo can destroy your car. Yes,、mm. absolutely. It will leave a little circle、um, into the paint job.、It、happened to my dad a few times. He was quite angry. <laughs> so. And so, well, you, you basically have to go and have your car repainted. Yeah, you, yeah, you. Basically, if you see it there, you have to clean it off straight away. If you leave it there for a few days, it,、mm. you might have a problem. And these are everywhere in Australia. Yeah,、Not、they're very common. Yeah, even in the countryside, wherever you go. Yeah, yeah, everywhere. Of course, there are some places that have more than others. There's some places that are absolutely overrun with these bats. For example, in the north,、uh, you can go in the city centre and find them across all the trees.、Um, they generally go and eat all the mangoes that are growing on the trees in the city. It's impossible to cut a mango. How the hell do they do it? <laughs> they, they have skills. They, just, <laughs> they have skills that skills. we humans do not. Is <laughs> that? Exactly, and so they're, they're beautiful creatures. I really like them. You can also find them in Southeast Asia as well, or across Indonesia and, and whatnot.、Uh-huh. So they're quite common animals. They're very. very can you、common. have them as a pet? Honestly, I don't know. I think you could try.、Mm. You could <laughs> really take it to、friendly. the park, though. <laughs> Maybe not.、Mm. Maybe at night you could. But it's very <laughs> cute, and so they're basically they're upside down. They live together. But when you said you see them migrating at night and flying around and things like this. How many normally do they stay together? Massive groups. I mean, does it fill the sky?、Or? Yeah, it fills the sky. Massive groups flying across, like a, big flocks of these、uh, these bats. And、They're、if they all、cool. poo at the same time, I've never been pooed on by a bat.、No. I don't know. I, maybe they don't. Is, is that good luck? Do like with a pigeon? It doesn't happen like with a pigeon. No. No. If a pigeon <laughs> poos on you, it's good luck. No. <laughs> I don't know about the bat. Maybe it's acidic. Maybe it burns. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, but so imagine you said it burns the, the paint off a car. If all these things are flying over the sky and then they all decide to, <laughs> they need a number two at the same time. It's not really. It's a bit dangerous, really. So you're walking with umbrellas in Australia, made out of metal. <laughs> not quite. Not <laughs> quite. I've got to that stage.、Uh, okay.、Right. Talking of poo. Okay. <laughs> We always end up talking of poo. I'm fine. All right. <laughs> See you next week then.、All、Thank、right. you very much. Thank you. Bye. Now we won't die down under all that stuff. Just a bit of adverts. Do you have Instagram? Everybody has Instagram these days. Go and follow all our accounts: Chris Hagen Media, Circa Magazine, Chris Hagen Language Institute, and if you're interested in what I'm getting up to on a daily basis, the real Chris Hagen. Also TikTok, Chris Hagen Official. Your daily dose of English is in your hands. And like I promised, here is the second guest this week. It's welcome back to Mimi Melendez, half bartender, half teacher for Chris Hagen. People wonder what kind of cocktail she's got in her shaker. Mimi, please give me one more. Shake it and make it good. She's back with her fantastic tips. So Mimi's back, and what are we going to talk about this episode? Something related to not only the webinar that we recently did, but also the last podcast we talked about、um, interviews in English.、Mm-hmm. Last podcast, if、mm-hmm. you remember, we talked about if you listened writing your resume and some of the mistakes that you may make on there that you want to avoid.、Um, 
Today, I want to talk about the top five interview mistakes that I see people make when they interview mm. in person. So ah, in person. Now. Yes, in okay. person. So it's mm -hmm. like I said, a little bit of a spinoff from the webinar that we did recently. And let's just jump right into it. So number five of my list of top five in-person interview mistakes is that the candidate is not able to communicate appropriately or correctly. Mm. Um, what do you and, mean? Well, what I mean by this is that they either use inappropriate language, and I don't just mean curse words, but ah, okay, just, I'm great. No, 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 that's not what I mean. <laughs> no, I no. mean like they don't use language that is at the level of their job for example so you right. want to sound professional you want to sound educated mm -hmm. at least most of the time at an interview uh -huh. that's yeah. the feeling you want to give across so that's a mistake that people make they get too casual or they feel too casual mm. um, at an interview or they may use the wrong word so this happens a lot with some of our students mm -hmm. we talk about this a lot some of our italian students that may use some of the words that they're used to hearing in Italian that don't get translated incorrectly. Mm. And so you want to sort of brush up on that before your interview. To make sure you know what you're talking about. Make sure you know what you're talking mm. about, basically. Number four is, I mentioned this one last time also on the podcast, which is a mistake people make on their resume, is that you either lie or exaggerate. Mm, and now we're doing it in person, it's yes, even worse. Yes, yes. And not yeah. only can the person probably tell, but you know, in the US, a lot of the employers will check your references and they are going to call your previous mm. jobs to see if the information that's on there is correct. Uh, and if you come across as a liar, I guarantee you're not going to get the job. You're not going to get no. that job. No. All right. Number three is number three. bringing up either inappropriate or inopportune questions. Okay. Okay. So if you remember last at the at the webinar, one of the questions that was that one of the attendees had had to do with asking about salary. Mm. And so if you don't time this question right, um, it can really backfire on you. And one of the things, if you remember also that I mentioned is that that's one of the questions you don't ask on the first interview, at the first interview. Mm -hmm. You wait until it's kind of progressed a little yeah, yeah. Um, and you wait for the right moment to ask about salary. Um, so that you you don't want to sound greedy as no, well. I'm only doing this for the money. And also, it's even tacky. if it's true. <laughs> it's uh, exactly we all know. Even if that's it's true, you don't give a here. shit about the job. Will yes. You? Uh -huh. um, so number two is not looking appropriate. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, I can tell you, I'll never forget an interview I did um, that I conducted of a candidate who was applying for a court position at mm -hmm. a municipality and she came in flip-flops to the interview. Ah, was she Australian? <laughs> she was not, she was not. Ah. Um, this was in New York and I thought as soon as I saw her, I thought that was a big, no. that was a big <laughs> X against her. Uh -huh, yeah. And so, I mean, years later, I still remember her feet. I don't oh, remember geez. her or anything on her resume, mm. but I remember her feet. It's like the girl, I don't know if I told you, I haven't told Kelly, a girl who came for an interview with us and as I was, well, as I was teaching the training, doing the teacher training, which sure. you also went through, okay. And I was teaching the phonetics, she was eating an apple. No, <laughs> and I'm like, she was not. No, and I go, repeat that to me. And go, <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, I didn't give her a job. I, I'm she, happy you didn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy you didn't. That's just mm. awful. She was Canadian. We got Jonathan instead. He's better. How many have you got left? Only one. Only the one. Number you have one. to speak really slow. The number one. The number <laughs> one. In this temperature, it's easy to number go slowly. Yeah. So this number one counts for a thousand. Ah, okay. Then, and so. it's just the same as one of the more important points that I made at the webinar. And mm -hmm. it is to be prepared. Ah, eh. 
I also cannot stress this enough how important it is to practice and to prepare and to research and to study for the interview if you really want the job. Yeah, if you want it, you need to know what you're doing. Yeah, so you need mm -hmm. to prepare. There's a million things you can do to do that, not only by practicing interview, the interview, but also looking up some interview questions, maybe mm -hmm. having some answers to those questions already in your mind. Um, have some questions some follow prepared. follow-up questions even. Follow-up mm -hmm. questions, yes. Have some questions prepared that you want to ask mm -hmm. um, and research the company, uh, among many other things that you can do to prepare for an interview. But again, this is one of the things one of those things that the interviewer will always be able to tell whether you prepared and you oh, put not. in the time mm, like yes. you prepared for today yeah uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay thank you very much <laughs> see you next lap next lesson Ooh. i'm used to ugh, too many students working all the time <laughs> next what next episode you're burned out it's vacation time <laughs> we're melt it's melting time it's not vacation it's time holiday summer. time all right bye adios mini menendez with her fantastic tips Remember that word is tips. Don't get it misunderstood or you dirty many people out there. So today you had two of my girls. Remember I said in a couple of weeks you'll hear also Laura. My girls, that sounds really stalkerish. Now remember if you go over to Australia, take a big, big umbrella that can withstand anything, even acid. Jingle! Bye! Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. You can sing your ears and not a word for thanks is cheers He's the new kid from the block Here for you around the clock Shining all his English lips Chris Is an anagram of risk